Now more than ever, people are focused on getting and staying healthy. Much more than primary care, PartnerMD provides affordable, individualized concierge care to help you make the most of your health without all the hassles of traditional health care. With highly trained physicians, medically advanced testing, and virtually no waiting, PartnerMD is better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com to learn more. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. I would like to personally thank you for checking out the Intro Dallas podcast. The intro provides a great opportunity to build a platform to open discussions and dialogue featuring taboo topics, pop culture, relationship, spirituality, political stance, while opening doors for people looking to introduce their brand, such as cutting edge individuals who can forge a positive impact in our community. I am excited that you would take out the time to listen to this show. Do me a favor. Check us out at www.ilovethespotlight.com for Spotlight Radio and for our headliner show, the Cheryl Underwood Radio Show, Monday through Friday. It's the Weekly Roundup. Here's what happened this week on Cheryl Underwood Radio. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. You are listening to Cheryl Underwood Radio. And uh, let me see where I want to uh, where I want to go. Mm, uh, Super Producer. Mm-hmm. I know you got your hand in this crate right here. <laughs> right in it. Right Ready? in the crate. Ready? Yeah. Ready, Super Producer? Mm-hmm. 50 Cent's Black Mafia family is headed to stars. Mm. Mm. What is it about, Kyle Irby? Uh, if Vic could hit that... Uh, Put that needle on the record. I can. There it is. Oh, there put the needle there on the record. Can you put the needle put it on the record. Put the needle on the record. It was a clear path. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> mm. Sure, used to come up to this back in the day. So did. Well, this thing go hard. Yeah. Mm. Mm, that get you hyped. That get you hyped up. I think I'm big meat. Oh, oh yeah. Larry oh, 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 oh. Big meat. Oh, my God. Big meat <laughs> is a legendary. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. Gangster entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, thank you, Cheryl. Thank Entrepreneur you. from Detroit. And Black Mafia family was inspired by his family. Now, you know, me and Jim were talking in the show prep how we love to watch mafia shows. And so yeah. this is the black version of it. And what's what's beautiful about the show is a detective has a relationship with Big Meech and his family. But then he puts on gets put on the case against Big Meech and his family. Now he has mm-hmm. that conundrum of loyalty. So it, it sounds exciting. Uh, big up to fifty cent. I see you, bro. Mm-hmm. I like yes. the I like the good versus evil, the conflict, the friendship, you know. And I like that they actually say that Big Meech's name is Demetrius. 
risk. I never knew oh, that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, man, and, and then, but it's also about the father, his father, and mm-hmm. the brothers are mm-hmm. involved in this somewhere. And there's a romantic element in this. Now, Harry Sutherland, is this a show that you're really interested in watching? Oh, I love it. I love shows like that. I love the show like Power. Those type of shows that mm-hmm. kind of interest me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you being our favorite country lawyer, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you will like uh, this as well. Um, and also, in the next break, we're going to talk about a connection of a show that's coming back that I know Harry's going to want to be a part of. But uh, Vic Frost, mm-hmm. um, the soundtrack on this show is going to be amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I always listen to the soundtracks when I'm watching these kind of movies. And I'm, mm-hmm. a, and I'm a mafia movie fan. Mm, absolutely. And I, I want to shout out everybody over at Detroit Police Department. Uh, I think this is going to be great because when you got uh, uh, lawyers, uh, people that cross paths with each other, uh-huh. you know, I hope they delve into everything that happens. It happened in Detroit at this time period. Uh, so I hope that people will watch this. And shout out to 50 Cent. Uh, for being a consummate yeah. uh, producer, uh, Jim Kelly. I'm just really glad that he's putting out uh, great uh, content. Uh, Black Mafia Family is based in the D. Shout out to our affiliate, uh, our affiliate Hot uh, 98.7 in Detroit uh, City. City, excuse me. I got the sniffles and I got some Invisalign in, in my mouth. So <laughs> I apologize. Stumbling over that affiliate. Shout out. Hey, let me transition over to a, another discussion about family and friends. Pharrell reveals who he was really writing for when he wrote Justin Timberlake's debut album. Vic Frost, if you don't quit digging in these Right here, we uh, read this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I Ooh, meant. That thing go hard. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Gonna mm. have you mm. wear mm. at when? Oh. <laughs> What's going on here, Kyle Irving? <laughs> sure, that's my jam. I always wonder why do you love this song so much. First of all, I didn't realize it was Pharrell, and second of all, I realized I learned that Pharrell actually wrote his whole entire first album for Michael Jackson and that is why you hear these height notes that's why you hear like oh that's why I love that so much that would have been a Michael record but Michael said no he didn't want it Mm. Uh, but then uh, when Michael passes on and they're trying to get this last album out, mm-hmm. it's Justin Timberlake singing on it. Yes. Because their voice yes. was kind of similar. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. Mike would have crushed this. I'm like, you heard this and said no, but you know what it was. That's a hit. Yeah. What was Mike it? wanted something different. He wanted a different type of sound. Absolutely right. Uh, what did he want, Vic Frost? I think Mike was going more toward the the street, you know, more toward look a, a grunge hit kind of sound. So that's what I think. He's going he, back I to think, Indiana. I, yeah, I think he was trying to get away from you know a lot of the the singing R and B, the pop R and B pop. Yeah, but he was so mm-hmm. good at it, uh, Jim Kelly. He could weave in and out of it, and he could be gully, and he could be sexual. Um, but I think Michael Jackson was just a guy that uh, was a visionary too. He could see what was coming, and that's where he wanted to go. But here's where he, Michael Jackson, really wanted to go. Vic <laughs> <Big> Cross. <laughs> that's where he really wanted. That's what he really wanted. That's what he really when wanted. He heard to that for, when he heard that, when he heard that, Rocky body. He was like, nah, I want some of that super thug. Mm-hmm. 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 
<laughs> that thing goes so hard. <laughs> this is what Mike really wanted. Sure. Really yeah, wanted. Could you imagine yeah. Mike pop locking to this? Yes, of I could. Yeah. Yes, I could that. imagine. Yes, I could Ooh. imagine. There it is, right there. <laughs> That's really, really funny. <laughs> can you give wow. me some of that, that super thug? I want that. <laughs> that super thug. That's what I he felt he was. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's like, I want something more like that super thug. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping for something a little harder. Check out the drugs, Cheryl. From Gary and Anna. Boy, that's for real all day. Yeah. yeah. You can hear it. And see, as we evolve and get into the year 2021, uh, we'll be laying a lot more music uh, out and all the way through and lacing it through Cheryl Underwood Radio. But if you want to hear this song in its entirety, listen to Auntie Cheryl's House Party. There you go. Because we play everything in Auntie Cheryl's House Party. And when we come back, uh, we will go into Courtney Black's Facts that are sponsored by the Hollywood Diet. Been helping people lose weight since 1996. And in her facts, we're going to talk about a show that's coming back that Harry Sutherland needs to get involved in. And we're bringing birthdays back when we come back with more show on the radio after this break. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I want to talk for a moment about the actress, China McLean. Beautiful young lady, of course, she and her sisters. I think we first really got to know them in Daddy's Little Girls. Remember that movie? And they were also on The Pains. Yeah, The House of Pain. They, uh, she also went on to star in Black Lightning, Descendants film series, and has just done some great work. Well, news broke that the Black Lightning would be ending after four seasons. So she took to Instagram to discuss the show's end and also reveal that God is moving her. In tears, she explained how I am doing God's work now and that's all I'm doing. I don't know why I was wasting time before. She goes on to say that he's God moving me and when he calls, I am going to follow. I don't care where he leads me. It is a beautiful, powerful testimony. And just it just it just touched my heart because to see a young person saying, you know what, the fame and the fortune, all of that, that's nice, but I know God has something different for me. So I'm willing to give it all up and trust him. Hmm. How many of us can say that? We're willing to walk away from the spotlight to actually trust what God Hey, what's up, everybody? Once again, it's your boy, Taz. And of course, you are listening to the Intro Dallas. Thank you guys for listening. Um, First and foremost, if you are a first-time listener, I really appreciate you for taking out the time just to check out who we are here at the Intro Dallas podcast and what we do. For those of you who uh, you're coming back because you enjoyed the first one, thank you for that also. Um, Unfortunately, today I'm solo dolo. Um... But I think we're going to have a little Cheryl Underwood and a little uh, Carmina Barnett. Um, Happy holidays. Of course, this is December 26th now. It is Saturday at 2.36 in the morning and your boy is up ready 
to talk to you guys. Um, of course, you know, with those that do know that follow me on social media, you know that we had to cut back a little while because I had surgery. Uh, it was an emergency surgery. And those surgeries are like it for me because like I went to the hospital for something simple as an allergic reaction and found out that I needed to have my appendix taken out like right then and there. Um, so yeah, it stopped a lot of stuff. Your boy haven't really been able to work a lot to uh, make the money that was coming in because uh, we know that Corona is crazy and it's already stopped a lot, but with the surgery, it stopped even more. So we're bouncing back from that. Uh, I put it out there. You want to uh, sow into your boy life? Uh, my uh, cash up is uh, dollar sign spotlight media group. Uh, so today I was sitting back and I was thinking about something. What would be the one thing that we all need to talk about today to learn from this year and one of the biggest things that I am dealing with even myself is bouncing back from a setback this year the biggest setback that any of us have had or that everyone has had I don't care how rich you were in March or how less fortunate you were in March. We have all experienced a major setback due to Corona. Whether it's the fact that um, your Fortune 500 business or even your small mom and pop shop uh, had to close down or lost business that they're used to getting because customers weren't able to come into your building or go online and purchase or whether you were the purchaser that just didn't have the money to be able to go into the companies to do what you usually do. So there's there's definitely been a major setback. If, if you're one of those who, who lost a loved one, lost a job, lost money, performers who have lost gigs, uh, comedians who have lost gigs. We, we know that a lot of the industry money is made for the artist uh, through being able to travel and do shows. And um, if you've been really living according to what, you know, Dr. Fauci and everyone has been saying, we haven't been able to get out and do any shows. Uh, churches are suffering. Musicians were uh, playing for the church where their, their, their livelihood, their only way to make money. Uh, me, my hand is raised, by the way. Uh, all of those things were shut down. So we've all had a setback this year. So I was um, scrolling, trying to figure out how I can convey my message the right way. So this is from psychologystoday.com. Uh, and we'll just, you know, just go through it. And of course, I'll expound. Um, but I, I, I want you guys to be honest with yourself and um, just think, think right now. What was my biggest setback in 2020? I'm going to give you a little bit more time. What was my biggest setback or my biggest, not even say defeat, but defeat <laughs> in 2020? You got it? Okay, good. So, 
Let's go. I'm pretty good at handling rejection. I've had a ton of experience. When you're a writer, you hear plenty no's. When you're a singer, you hear plenty no's. When you're an actor, you hear plenty no's. Whatever your industry is, and you are that CEO or that boss or even sometimes the worker, you hear no. And when you're a parent, you do too. And if you are at all human, you make plenty of practices managing failures, mistakes, setback, and rejections. I actually like to tell stories of defeat, the ones that father the stories of success, because while I suffered plenty of setbacks, one thing I will always do is keep going. Let me say it again. I have experienced a lot of setbacks. I have experienced a lot of failures. But the one thing I will persist or keep on doing is just keep on going. Because if I get to a point to where the setback puts me in the mindset that it's over, I can't pick up from this or there is no brighter side after this situation, then that means every situation that comes up will get over that situation, will get over that failure and accept that failure or accept that setback and we'll move on to something else. And then whenever that happens, we'll accept that. No more accepting. Pick up and go on. Learn from it. Persistence, not perfection, is essential for success in relationships, business, anything. If you have, excuse me, if you want to have a healthy, meaning-filled life, you've got to keep going. Even when you don't feel like it, even when it's hard, even after failure, especially after failure. How do you persist in the face of adversity? How do you keep going when you feel like quitting? Redefine what failure means to you. Intellectually, we know that our mistakes yield the opportunity and insights we need to ultimately succeed in life. So when rejection comes or the boss says no, or you lose a a financing or you lose finances, house or whatever it is you want, slow down and notice what isn't working. Stop focusing on all the ways you screwed up and start thinking about the information that failure offers. It usually tells us, excuse me, to find a new way or redirect our energy. Perhaps it's there to remind us that the commitment level needs to be reestablished in our dedication. When we can identify what isn't working instead of becoming identified with the pain of our failures, we can start on the solution, the new approach, and the next big thing that will carry us into the direction that we want to go. Let me say it again. When we can identify what isn't working, we can figure out what will work. For instance... If I'm baking the cake and this is my first time baking the cake, I just really want one. No, I I use an even more realistic experience that I actually went through personally. Um, one of my favorite dishes, and it's literally just become this probably over a year or so, 
is pot roast. Uh, and I got hungry one day to the to the point to where I wanted one that day. I didn't want to have to drive to my auntie's, you know, go to the store, buy all the ingredients, and then go to her house and then have her cook it if she was a, a if she was able to do it. So what I done was I took the initiative and I called my auntie and I called my auntie's uh, friend and I asked them what did I need to do in order to make this dish. They told me, and I got home and. You know, me feeling like because I, I, I got the instructions completely from people who know what they're doing. It's going to work out for me. And yay, let's go. <laughs> so I put all the ingredients in. I done the water. I put them in the... Um, first of all, I tried it in my, my slow cooker, which was a ninja. And I didn't figure out how to work that out. So I called my auntie back. I was like, wait, don't you put yours in the oven? She was like, yeah. But you have to make sure you do X, Y, Z. Well, all I heard her say was, yeah. <laughs> so I dumped everything out of the slow cooker, out of the, the, the ninja, and I put it in the oven, and I let it cook. And I let it cook. And I let it cook. And I came back, and um, when I opened it, I opened it up. It looked like it was supposed to look. But it didn't taste like it was supposed to taste. I overcooked it. But I wanted it to be that so bad that I overlooked the fact that it really didn't even look right. I just wanted that taste. So I failed at my first time doing my pot roast. But in that, I told my auntie what it looked like. I told her what it tasted like. And she gave me all the instructions. She she was like, it didn't work because you did this, 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 and this. So the next time you try it, do this, this, and this. Had I stopped at that failure and never ever called her and asked her or told her what I did, you know, considerably wrong, I would have never ever gotten the right steps to fix that. Which is why I say when we can identify what isn't working, we can identify what will work. Now that I know what to do when I go back in there again. I've identified the problem. I identified everything I did wrong. So now I know what to do right. Experience disappointment, but don't wallow in it. Of course, it hurts when our dreams get derailed. Allow yourself to experience the frustration and disappointment that comes with failure. Then get up and go on. Don't deny your emotions, but make sure that you also come up with another avenue, activity, or interest to pursue so that you don't get stuck in despair. When you mess up or after you've lost what you've lost this year, don't wallow in it. In other words, don't get to the point to where whenever it's gone or now that it's gone, we sit in despair as if we just believe that there is no way to get it back. Don't wallow in it. Don't get to the point to where you say, okay, all is gone. So there's nothing else left. I might as well give up, throw in the towel and do my own thing. Now, don't deny the feeling of what you've lost. I've, I've said in another show previously, don't deny your feels. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. Allow yourself to feel that emotion that you felt when you lost it. 
because that emotion that you felt, you should never want to feel it again. So whenever you go back and you and you redo or you retry, you know what to avoid because you don't want to feel that emotion again. Let me say it again now that I got it right in my head. Whenever you feel the emotion that you feel from what you've lost or from that setback or from that failure, allow yourself to feel that because you never want to feel it again. So if you ever have to repeat that, you know what you don't want to feel. So you know what not to do because you will remember this like whenever I was a kid and my mom had the stove on and I touched the stove because there was a pot and I wondered what was in that pot and I touched it and I burned myself. I learned that fire is hot, but I also remember I want what's in that pot. So if I want what's in that pot, I don't want that pain from touching the fire. So I have to figure out another way to go around it. Ask questions, ask ask for help. That's one thing that a lot of us, we don't want to do because, you know, we don't feel like, you know, people would care to, you know, share, but I didn't touch that stove again because it was hot. So when I wanted what was in that pot, the next time my mother cooked, I asked her or I asked the older brother, can you get this for me? I had to allow myself to feel that fire, to see the burn on my hand, to know how bad I cried, so that whenever I went back and tried it again, I know what not to do because I'm not about to feel that. Detach from outcomes and focus on process. When we become so attached to a single desired outcome that we feel lost and devastated when we don't get that result, if there is only one way to succeed, then disappointment will inevitably loom. Focus instead on the process. What is it? I'm sorry, what is it that is driving you toward your desired outcome? What are your passions and values? What are you, what are the steps you're taking toward your goal in line with those things? If you are growing and learning and living close to your values and passions along the way, any outcome you achieve would be worthwhile. I want to go back to, um, or the steps you're taking toward your goal lining up. Are you, what you're doing, are you trying to attain your goal or someone else's goal? Let me ask again. Are you trying to obtain your goal or someone else's goal? Because if you're trying to obtain someone else's goal, then, and you lose, or it doesn't work out, or you, it, it's just a complete failure because it's not yours in the first place. Number one, you'll be depressed because you have to worry about what everybody, what, what, who, whoever set this goal in your mind, what are they going to say about the fact that you failed? What are they going to say about the fact that it didn't work? And then how, how are you going to accept what they say? Again, because if it's not your baby, in the first place, 
the bigger thing that you have to consider is the fact of what everybody else is going to say if it doesn't work out, rather than if it's your goal or if it's a, if you get set back from a goal that you made for yourself rather than a goal that somebody made for you. That's why I say everybody, you know, won't support the dream, the vision or the goal, especially if it wasn't theirs in the first place. So I just learned not to even bother with trying to put myself in categories to where people will accept me. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I just learned that it's not as important, well, it's not important at all to live according to what everybody else think is good for you if you don't think it's good for you. Number one, you're not even going to put your whole full force behind it because it's 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 not your passion. So you don't really know how to obtain it anyway. Let me get off of that one. Get some sleep. Seriously, the tough times are a lot harder to handle when you are not eating and sleeping well. Take care of your body. Get some sleep and examine the situation when you are feeling better or you, whenever you are more rested. Often we lose perspective and our ability to create and our ability to creative problem solving because we are just too tired and hungry. Rest well and any rejection or perceived failures will feel a lot easier to deal with. A little physical activity is another way to release the anger and gain clarity you need to persist. I know, I know, I know, I know that whenever I am not well rested, when I don't get the sleep I need, that next day is horrible because I'm trying to put my my best foot forward to accomplish something. But my mind is not on track because my mind is like, and, and my body It's telling me, Negro, you need to rest. But I'm so trying to, in my mind, keep that that keep that drive to make sure that it works out. But because mentally I'm not focused like that, it fails. Or not even fails. It sets me back days or whatever, as opposed to if I would have been fully rested and had a full sound mind full sound body meaning a full sound body meaning having to drive to different locations having to be up on the phone or on a computer to make sure that certain things or certain meetings are done but if I'm sitting in one place and I'm physically tired and I'm mentally tired and I fall asleep and while I'm sleeping you get the phone call or you get the email or you get the text message but you so tired you don't even realize it and once you actually do realize it it's too late You've already passed that deadline. So you're you're literally set back. And sometimes it results in a failure. Everybody don't want to, you know, understand your problem and say, well, I'm going to give you another chance. Sometimes they just say, okay, oh, well, it's, it's done. Let's just move on to the next person. Go again. Baby steps. Just a little step forward on, <clears throat> excuse me. Just a little step forward on a very on the very day when you felt 
smacked around by life can help you recommit and move through the pain and rejection. When your proposal is turned down, make the suggested improvements, then send it out to the other company. When the promotion goes to someone else, sign up for a class that gives you an added skill. When your partner breaks it off, schedule a dinner with a sibling or close friend to soak up their love. When you are doubting yourself, feeling like a failure, get up and go again. With persistence, you can overcome anything. Don't just jump back into it and just don't do everything that you've done before because you already know you're going to end up in no man land. And sometimes you have to detach yourself completely from that setback or from that failure for a little while. Redirect your energy to build yourself back up. Let me say it again. Sometimes you have to completely detach yourself from that setback, from that failure or from that rejection so that you can build yourself up for the next big situation that comes your way. So find somebody that you can, you know, sit down and talk to and laugh and don't even discuss the, the, the setback. Don't even discuss the, the, the failure. Sit down, uh, sip on something and laugh. Talk about something that makes everybody happy. Refocus yourself because you can't go back into a situation <coughs> with a defeat, with a defeated mind or with a setback in your mind. Because if you go back into into the situation with that kind of mindset, you've already lost. Well, you've already lost half the fight because you you're already going in defeated. You're already going in saying, "Okay, this might happen again." No, it doesn't have to happen again. The only reason why it will happen again, like I said, is if you go and go if you put yourself back into that situation with that rejected mind with that failure's mind, with that setback mind. Redirect your energy. When someone gives up on you work-wise, whenever your plan is not chosen or it doesn't work out right, like I said, one of the hardest things for us to do sometimes is to get help. But go back and study. Study to make yourself... I don't know why Alexa is talking because I did not say her name. So anyway, I'm going to talk over her. Um, go back and research what you're dealing with. You never know. Like, I'll listen to a book six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. I watch a TV show five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. And every time I watch it or every time I listen to it, I always hear something that I didn't hear the first time. Go back and evaluate your setback. Evaluate your loss. Evaluate your failure. One time, two times, three times. Evaluate it. And I promise you, you will see something every single time that you don't see the first time around to where you can get back in Start all over and make it happen. Look, it's your boy Taz. You're listening to the intro, Dallas. I want you. I want you to know personally. I believe in you. 
I believe in everything that you're you're destined for in the future. And I believe that everything that you lost, you're going to gain. For those of us who lost loved ones this year, I really, I pray, I pray, I pray that God will hold you and will hold your family in the time of loss. I had a friend whose father passed, I want to say, about 24 to 48 hours ago. So I, I, I feel it. So I pray that, you know, God will hold you and your family, hold your heart in his hand, and he'll heal you. Those of us who have uh, had business setbacks due to COVID, I pray that God will restore and renew. Those of us who in ourselves, we've dealt with health situations. I pray that God will restore, will heal and give you better life and longer life than you've ever had before. It's your boy Taz. Once again, you're listening to the Intro Dallas podcast. You can find us on social media, on uh, Facebook. You can check us out at the Intro Dallas podcast on uh, Instagram. You can check us out at SMG officially and on Twitter is also SMG officially, or you can just go to the website, www.ilovethespotlight.com, and you can find out everything that we have going on from the podcast to the radio to the upcoming uh, TV network that we're going to be streaming, uh, that we're going to own, like the whole nine yards. Um, so we'll have some more podcasts before the 1st of January, but I just wanted to come on tonight to, you know, let you guys know what's going on. Um, next, I have a special guest, uh, one of my home homeboys here in Dallas. He is, I don't know, this dude does everything. He goes by the name, his company name is Sunday Takeout. His name is Jared Williams, and he's going to share with you guys a little bit about who he is, what his company does, and how it can benefit you. It's your boy Taz. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? It's your boy JD of the Sunday Takeout here in the DFW Metroplex. Shout out to Spotlight Radio for allowing me this opportunity to um, just give you a little bit about what the Sunday Takeout is all about. Well, I'm one of the liveest social media gurus um, and the Sunday Takeout is uh, one of the media outlets that provides a live experience, media coverage, hosting, and interviews for the music, food, and art scene of the DFW Metroplex. Um, what the Sunday Takeout does is kind of travel around the DFW Metroplex or uh, beyond and capture moments um, on the music scene, um, the latest trends, uh, the hottest spots to go to, um, the best food to eat, because I do love food. Um, so that's pretty much what I do. And then I also provide uh, promo and advertising for um, my creatives and small business um, businesses around the Metroplex. Um, I'm looking forward to the great things that God has in store for not only me, but for all of the other creatives and small business owners um, around the Metroplex and um, abroad, because I know the pandemic has uh, pretty much um Kind of put a halt to some things, but I'm glad we were able to um, come up with things to do, you know what I mean, and to um, to elevate ourselves and, you know, kind of learn a little bit about, about who we are. Um, 
right now um the the liveest thing right now going is uh the freeman cafe um nightly they host uh weekly uh live music venues um asworth um and love session um and brie brie and the fellas is on mondays tuesday nights is um Gino with the catalog sessions. Um, and let's see, uh, Wednesday nights. Oh, Tuesday is also Randy McGill and Eclectic. And then Wednesday nights is Jason, um, the Wednesday night takeover. And then also, uh, Copaesthetic, um, with, uh, Jeremy Jackson. He's one of the, one of the dopest, uh, guitar players, especially one of my favorites. Um, Thursday night is a fail. Um, and so pretty much what you can do is subscribe to my website or follow me on social media. And I definitely will have <clears throat> the go-tos of what you want, you know, what you want to do during the week. Or, you know, if you're looking for something to eat, um, I'm definitely the guy to go to. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at, um, the Sunday takeout. Also Instagram, um, at the Sunday takeout. And then I would love for you guys to go subscribe to my website, www.thesundaytakeout.com. Again, shout out to Taz and Spotlight Radio for, uh, allowing me the opportunity to, um, showcase the Sunday takeout. So I'm looking forward to many great things and connections. Um, it's up there. Be blessed. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day with more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment, even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like New Mango Pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply.